you wouldn't think, hey, you should never call in a bomb threat to help out a friend. The journey of 351 miles to have sex with an underage uh, undercover cop begins with only one step. Welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Episode 291 of the show. Thank you for joining us. We very much appreciate your patronage. Um, if you have not checked it out, go back and listen to episode 290. It was a movie review. We reviewed the 1986 Rodney Dangerfield classic, Back to School, fantastic movie, even better movie review. So go back and check that out. Episode 290 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, Back to School. Share it with your friends, tell your buddies about it, and help us grow our brand. Don't you hate it when people call things their brand? Well, I just did it. Uh, I'm joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daily. Ed, what's up, dude? Hey, I would say that uh, our brand, that kind of thing, is a little, I don't know, douchey, cringeworthy, however you want to say it. Played um, out, yeah. But nothing worse than, especially NBA players, they talk about themselves as a brand. It's true. That's really bad. It's true. No, no individual should have a brand. I sort of agree with you, and um, I really was kind of – I haven't followed it too closely, but I really was kind of bummed out when everybody punted on backing up the protests in Hong Kong when questioned because the market in China is just so big. And right. I, I saw it. It's like 10 percent of the salary cap. That's how big it is. Right. And there's so all of their, you know, all these guys have shoes to sell and sponsors to suck up to. And there was just nobody that could just say it's fucked. And what Daryl Morey said was a hundred percent right. And fuck them and what they're doing. It's a fucked society. What right, happened? How much money is, how much money is enough? Because right, every, they're all rich as fuck. One of these guys has made, Yep. A gazillion dollars. All anyone who's worried about their brand is already set for life and their children and their families. Generational wealth. Yeah. It's, yes. It's yeah. So that that did kind of bum me out. By the way, just programming note. It is here in Southern California where we do the show. Yeah. My half of the show at least. It is, I would say unseasonably hot, but it always gets that hot this time of year and people just forget. And they're like, why is it so fucking hot in October? It always is. It was like 90 degrees today. And so, yeah, we're running the show with the doors and windows open. So you might hear some birds chirping. You're getting some ambiance. They don't even have to pay extra for that. Yeah, exactly. It's a little, little crickets in the background and whatnot. Uh, That's uh all That's part of the intended. feel. Yeah. This is an uh, authentic show. Uh, a couple couple things. Uh, yeah. And I've already forgotten two of them. Um, looking at already the end of the year, there's a 
bunch of times I'm going to have to work out with you of like, oh yeah, God. we should do Christmas. No, but we should do, we should do, um, you know, a movie here and there. We have a couple ideas for December. Yep. Um, maybe if we can get one in for the fall or Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, themed. definitely. If we yeah. can do like some sort of, so any suggestions, Maybe yeah, we should just open it up because people I mean, have been suggesting things over the years, but we've we've done most of them. We've done thanks, Thanksgiving movies, planes, trains, and automobiles, right? But that movie, it's so good. just about perfect. Yeah, but, it's so good. Like, there's not real. It's not usually yeah. you can make fun of ensemble cast kind of things because there will be weak points. That movie is close to perfect. J- J- John Candy is one of those people that's universally praised and beloved and recognized for his greatness and still is somehow underrated because when you watch him you're like i know this guy's great but he's even better than i remember he it was such a fucking immense comedic talent it is just crazy and you forget it yeah and i i try to watch that movie just about every year and it's always great and it's always better than expected and steve martin's slow burn watching watching del griffith just bothered the shit out of him i love shit like that it's great no it's so good so yeah we'll we'll take your recommendations mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com um hit us on twitter at brian beckner at easy at daily and uh yeah we'll we'll come to some sort of consensus and we'll do a we'll do a movie and we'll get a guest to do it with us all right that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, we got since we did a movie last week, we're way backed up on voicemails and emails and just regular housekeeping stuff. So let's jump into that. Let's do it. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. Okay, voicemails, we'll just roll right through them in order. Let's see what's happening here. Hey guys, quick question. Um, Lala. Dulcet tones of LSU Lala. Is there anything worse than commercials for local elections? Uh, We've got ours down here in the... Local elections. I believe LSU Lala took because he is in Baton Rouge or New Orleans or wherever he is, Shreveport, wherever he is down there. He's clearly on the SERP. He's had some lean before this call, and that's why it's a little hard to understand him. But he's talking about local elections. But I would, I would say, I think I read, I think it was Chuck Klosterman that wrote about that he lived in Ohio for a while, and in election years or election times just getting battered with uh ads 
I don't get a whole lot in my life because New Jersey's kind of set. Right. And national even, elections. And, no, but I mean, I mean, even just everything is sort of, there's not really much in the way of primary ads. It's, it's just everything set here. Everything for the most part is, is they kind of everybody who the voters kind of get what they want in their politician. But yeah, yeah. like Ohio, it's, and I've been in Florida right before a national election, and it's Brutal. crazy. Every Brutal. every yeah. every commercial break, if you're watching a sporting event, you're going to see the same, you know, five ads thirty times during a football game. Big time. We had a big election last cycle. Oh, that's when that's when that douche, that what the Orange County right. Russian Dana, asset good dude, Dana Rohrbacher. Yeah, he'd, he'd been a. He'd been, well, not, I haven't always lived in this district, but I live in this district or his former district now. And he'd been a congressman in this district for like 29 years or something. That's and tough. which, is that what the framers had in mind? All right. You know, they've, they wanted to make uh, George Washington the king. And he said, no, 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 we just got out of that shit. That's, we're not doing this. Yeah, this is this is why I fucking wreck shop at the Battle of Trenton, so we don't have to do this shit anymore. We're doing it different over here. And meanwhile, and, uh, we got, got guys hanging around for thirty fucking years. Remember Strom Thurmond? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Well, you know what he did? He started as a Democrat, and then when one party kind of right. shifted to the right. party of racism, he's like, right. you know what? I I think I'm I'm over here now. Well, things think things were flipped back then. That's why they, they, <laughs> there was a civil they, rights act that he was yeah. like, this is a bridge too far. Yeah. People getting a right to have their voice heard. Get right. out of here. Last, last election cycle, which was pretty big around here. I was getting a lot of mailers because things were happening. And then not be cost effective. No, it's so expensive. And I got one and it was from this guy who was like running for like, I think it might've been, he was like trying to get picked to run for Congress, like the primary. And I got this mailer and he was the short, he was a very accomplished guy, like Harvard fucking FBI lawyer, like all these, he had all these amazing accomplishments, very accomplished guy. But the poor guy was like five, three. And so he had all these pictures. He needed a little bit, somebody who's a little bit better at design to pick his pictures for his, his, oh, he had bad fonts going on. All of it, bad pictures, and and all the pictures. He's like a foot shorter than like the women standing next to him, and I'm like, dude, you got to uh, stand on a box. That's where and you s- do the yeah the box thing. Yeah, yeah. So I made an Insta story about it. I could have a shower right before bed. Or maybe take an Uber and get some loaded on my Insta story. Don't be boring on my Instagram. I made an Insta story about this guy's mailer, and it was pretty funny if you ask me. I might have saved it. It might be in my those ones on the top that are saved. Ed, you're familiar with my Insta stories, obviously. I, I thought the whole point was you can't, you can't some, save you can like hit a button. If you feel like you've really fucking nailed it, you can hit a button and it'll save it at the top. There's like some spots at the top for saved ones. And so I don't know if I did that, but I think I might've. 
Anyway, I posted the thing and then like the next day or later that night, I get a message and it's like a guy I know that I used to go to the gym with. It's like, hey, I see you got my buddy Omar's mailer. And he was like friends with him. He's like, no, he's cool. I'm like, oh man, sorry. And he's like, no, he's cool. He'll he'll think it's funny. I'm like, okay, felt kind of bad. Anyway, yeah, local elections. Well, let, let's let LSU while I finish. The great state of Louisiana coming up this weekend. And I'm just getting bombarded by advertisements left and right. And commercials are horrendous. I'm wondering if it's like that everywhere, if it's just down here. So anyway, let me know. When I was, when I was a sophomore... Well, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wouldn't imagine, I would think uh, Louisiana would be oh, yeah. a, not a, lot, a not certain a lot. version of New, the New Jersey I deal with, yeah, like the New York City yeah. area. They, I can only imagine that, right. but there's a lot of like judgeships down there and there's a, oh, a, a I feel like there's a, yeah, there's like a machine system. Uh, LSU Lala, let's just rewind this a little bit. Listen. LSU Lala reminds me of my 10th grade Spanish teacher, Mr. Monzo. Mm-hmm. I assume he's no longer with us, but he, uh, he was this big kind of like pretty fat guy from Spain and he had this deep voice and you would sit down in class and every, it happened to everybody. He would start speaking in Spanish and within 30 to 48 seconds, 90% of the class would be asleep because his voice was just so chill and calm. He was like ASMR. It was just so relaxing that he would talk and you would immediately go to sleep. And I feel like LSU has the same thing. He just started a YouTube channel. Listen to this voice. Advertisements left and right. and So calming. I'm wondering if it's like that everywhere, if it's just down here. So, they should, they should, anyway, LSU Lala, if he's not already. He should become a hostage negotiator like Kevin Spacey in that one movie from the 90s. The negotiator. The negotiator. That's right. Is that what it's called? I believe that was the final film. If I remember correctly, in the closing credits, they they kind of said in loving memory, a great dickhead in movies, J.T. Walsh. Oh, he he died young. J.T. Walsh. he, He was one of those guys who was permanently like 55 years old. Never yeah. looked twenty, but I bet he died like at he was like five. He yeah, was he not was old enough. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> a great decade, right? I mean, like one yeah. of the great. Yes. Was uh, was Sam Jackson also in the Negotiator? I feel like that was a Sam yeah, Jackson. The poster, the poster was Sam Jack. They were giving us a lot of Sam Jackson because he excelled in Tarantino movies. Yeah, so they thought he would excel in other movies, but. <laughs> Pretty much only good in Tarantino. There's there's not much else he's good at. That was like 25 years ago. And mm-hmm. Sam Jackson has been in three to four movies every year <laughs> since then. Like, right, but, but in general, like you see him yeah. in uh, Django and you're like, wow, he's a great you know villain in this movie. Yes. Or he's yes. Jules Winfield. But non-Tarantino, he's kind of butt. Well, I haven't seen. No, he's very good in the M Night Shyamalan comic book oh, movie yes, with where he's Bruce like Willis. Yeah, he's good. Mr. Glass. They call me Mr. Glass, and then they just made a sequel last year. I think Glass. It felt like a sequel. I mean, it was like I don't know, James maybe airplane kind of situation, but yeah, nah. It it just who cares? 
Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Uh, okay, just more more voicemails. What's up, ballers? Part-time Uber driver in Texas. I am uh, not hashtag current. I think I'm on 86. All right, 86. Are you getting local roads? <laughs> no, he's talking about what episode he's on. Oh, he's I thought on, he was saying I'm, I'm on 286 or something. On, yeah, he is. Episode 286. He said, I'm not current. He's, I think since he's driving Uber, he's got you like know, the Bluetooth in or something. He's a, sounds a little. to Manuel, though, giving us the, like, the specific roads he's on. That's true. A little episode of the Californians starring Manuel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joel Osteen's church. I believe that's the old uh, Houston Surprise. summit. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, that's where, James, that's where James Worthy went and got 32 points after spending the night in jail. Is well, that a hooker? In a, Solicitation? In a prosti- yeah, prostitution sting. There should never be a prostitution sting. No, it's weed is legal now. Pretty much that's everywhere. The, old, the world's oldest profession. There's a reason yeah. why it's lasted this long. It's a good thing. And there's there's a reason why they're trafficking children, young girls from other places, Estonia, Lithuania, right. and bringing them here to turn tricks. It's because it's illegal. Make it legal. Bring everything above board. Right. And I feel like this is the get next. Get everybody tested. Yeah. This is the next frontier to, to us finally becoming woke. I'm going to die. By the time I'm like 74, like we're going to have it figured out. We're going to be like, oh, what? Prostitution used to be illegal? That's crazy. Weed used to be illegal? That's insane. We used to have fucking 2 million people in prison? What? Because they no, were addic- mostly addicted too many to drugs. people making money off of that one. That's Man. true, but this, it could change. could change. It's, this is my vision before I die. That's right. And as I'm driving them, I'm afraid. Oh, Chunda? Oh, Chunda. Oh, I don't know it. I've never heard that. I don't remember. But I believe that Buff Chunda is now my new favorite phrase. I like anyway, it too. Good night. 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 Um, bl- bodily fluid. We, it was a uh, Australian or Kiwi, yeah. and I was I was talking about maybe ejaculating in one of those uh, land down under situations. Oh, yeah, love chunda. Interesting. Okay, well, thanks for that, DT. I think, I think in general, chunder is vomit. So I was just making shit up. All right. You have to understand, I'm not really a strong improviser, so that's what I came up with. I mean, you have your moments. That, that Johnny Depp shit is next level. That boy. Oh, Telly. Got to apologize. First off. Oh, he's apologizing. Um, I thought Brian did me wrong a couple weeks ago. Oh, did, did I? Actually, he kept it real. And I'm back in. Hold on, back in. And if you. Uh, you uh, like betting? What if, what if you like betting? 
I would say. I like how he always says, what's up, guys? And then he's only talking to you and makes it clear it's only <laughs> no, he, about you. No, he's talking to us. He said, I thought Brian. He said, he didn't say I got, right, I thought just, you. Every, everything. I, it's fine. I'm not hurt. It's more just, it's okay if you just call in to Brian because you've think, never, he's never shown interest to call. I feel like, I feel like he's speaking to the group. Mexico. Over. The issue. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's like William Shatner with these gaps between words. Yeah, he really takes some, does some pausing. So he's saying we should have taken New Mexico over CSU as if anybody would bet that game. Is that even Division 1? No, I any games I pick there somebody has to be in the top 25. It's going to take a lot for CSU. I they weren't even in the top 25 when Is, uh Joey Porter was there. There's, is, Son- is Sonny Lubick still running the show down there? <laughs> yeah, he with his blue blockers? No, I don't think so. The Rams? We're talking no, the Rams? I think yeah. it's old Georgia quarterback Mike Bobo is their coach, I believe. Bobo? Yeah. Bobo, Bobo is what you call somebody that's developmentally no. disabled. <laughs> well, he woke, he woke up, I think, this past summer, and he just could not move. Like he couldn't feel his limbs. Pretty oh, no. scary. CT. And then no, he's fine now, but like kind of not fine. You don't you don't have that happen, and then you're like, oh no, everything works. Something's going on with him. Yeah, oh that's I mean, he took a lot of blows to the head, that's for sure. Okay, let's let this let's telly, buddy. Come on, you gotta talk a little faster. Brian, I apologize. Brian. Oh, I apologize. did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you he say that after that? that? Yeah, but you're no. so busy feeling sorry for yourself. Love you, Telly. <laughs> Hold on. We just got just now. Don't talk this time. Listen. Brian, I apologize. And I apologize. I thought you guys did me wrong. I'm finally back catching up. Still don't know what he's talking about. He's back. Where? Is this him and his chick? We're, we had to give him some hard advice on his chick. There's there's two here from Manuel. I'm only gonna read. I'm I'm just gonna play the second one. But there's one in between. Hold on, another one here. Thanks for that, Telly. Love you. Always call in and specifically make it a point never to acknowledge Ed ever again. I was very annoyed that you did that time. He was distracted. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, he, he said <laughs> you're too doing much. by accident. Yeah, it's Drew in Houston. Um, I'm listening to Stern this morning, and a freaking. Peyronie's disease ad comes on. Why is Peyronie's disease? Dude, this is a big deal. People have been messaging me. They're all of a sudden they're running all these. It's probably because of our show and the great Snowjet SST, who's reached out to us and described his journey with Peyronie's disease treatment. But now there's TV commercials for Peyronie's disease treatment, and there's a lot of like bent, like uh, poblano chili peppers and misshapen carrots and you get the point right yeah they're dicks um, those are dicks right. um, dicks i gotta tell drew a pro move with stern one and a half speed no not even oh, that well, skip the commercials they don't, they don't offer it so i always hook my phone up because i know if you just turn on the uh serious radio in the car you just have to listen live. But yeah. if you just listen to the, the previous day's show, 
Oh, they cut out all the it's on It's on demand. And then you just press like the skip ahead, like change channel or yeah. go ahead track button. Yeah. And it just skips the commercials. But then you're a day behind. I, I mean, does he ever talk about something you have to know? Like, are uh, you getting your news from fucking Howard Stern? Well, the thing so, is, is that I don't, I don't have serious. I don't call into the show. Beyond yeah. that, why, why yeah. do you need to hear it? If I hear Demi Moore on a Wednesday versus a Tuesday, which was a good interview. She's yeah, pretty he, fucked up. Um, he only works three days, so I guess right. it doesn't really matter. It's it's basically a podcast at this point anyway. Okay, you, you've swayed me. Did Demi Moore mention her star turn as Jules, the um, breeze-afflicted? So, uh, here's a sad, sad thing. During uh, that movie? She was dating Emilio. Yes, she was all about, and she was the one who was like seemingly way into him. Kirby. Yeah. Well, and you forget, he was a big star, she, dude. She was, and I think she was an out of control drunk before then. So yeah. Joel Schumacher had to pay for her to go to rehab and prove she was 50. First of all, if she's, yeah. she's trying to, um, and that, you know, whatever, everybody's got their demons. But she had to prove she was sober for 15 days before they let her on the, the set. 15 oh, days. That's, that's great. That's, so she had to like piss in a so cup like, or something? I, I don't know. But like that's not that's not all that cool. I want to be that like, fucked up. You, you, no, but you need to get better. We'll send you to rehab for two weeks. That's not. <laughs> but do you want her to get better or that's do you great. just no. like you're trying to check off some uh, insurance? Well, yeah, they, they, she wanted her to be insurable. 15 days? Yeah, that's great. That's great. I love that. But anyway, uh, we met, she said we, Luke, from Luke and Laura when she was on the set of uh, yeah. uh, General Hospital. Jeannie Francis? Guy. Yeah, but she she's Laura, whoever the Luke guy is. No, she wasn't Laura. She was just on the show. No, Laura no, 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 was no. Jean, But Jean I'm saying oh, yeah, everybody yeah, knows right. of Luke and Laura. Yeah. Luke tied one on on that Anth set. The, yeah, he was called Anthony, Anthony something. something. Yeah. And he uh, he was a booze hound, and she tried to keep up with him. And she became a big drunk. And then it led to that. Did she? And she also said she was real close of getting oh Kelly McGillis's role in, in Top Gun. Such a better movie. <laughs> Such a better movie. Although she wouldn't exactly be believable. Of course, Kelly McGillis wasn't really either as call sign Charlie, the um, Navy aerospace. What was her? She was like a, some type of consultant. Yeah, she right. She was she would she was like an instructor brought in. But yeah. but one thing that I was surprised by, yeah. did you think she was on the tall side? Kelly McGillis or oh, no. Demi Moore. Yeah, yeah. I'd say she's like five seven. No, she said she. The reason why her modeling career went nowhere is because maybe she's five four. That means oh, every really? co-star she's with is tiny. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, she always seemed like a leggy kind of. Yes, she's not tall. They're all tiny. I mean, Emilio Estevez, right? Kirby, extremely little. But anyway, that's my that's my pro tip for listening to Stern. Never listen. He, Emilio Estevez really got a lot of broads at the top of their game. Like, I'm not a big Julia Roberts fan, but she was the biggest yeah. star in the world, and yeah, he I'm, was balls I'm, deep I'm, in it. I'd be I'd be a, a, a fan. He also. Again, not my favorite, Paula Abdul. 
she was the fucking biggest star right. in pop music. If you get her in 1989, that's yeah, a, that's when he got good her. Gig. Buddy of mine met Paula Abdul, and he said when he shook her hand, all he could think about was how many times he jerked off to her videos. <laughs> He's like, if you only knew, like it's just all he I, could think about. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of options. We net, had no premium channels, yeah. So I probably did too. Which yeah. meant there was probably a good chance I masturbated while DJ Scat Cat or MC Scat Cat oh, yeah. was on the yeah. screen. Yeah. Because you couldn't pause it. There was no DVR. Yep. Yep. So yeah. I you just had to I'm let it go. Sure, I'm sure I let it go while there was a cartoon cat on the screen. Tawny Katane, White Snake. Yeah. On but the hood it, of the Jag. But it got could me have going. happened while Coverdale was oh, on for the sure. screen. Yeah. And his permed, his permed mullet. Those were mullet. tough times. Yeah, let's talk. Okay, let's. We're by the way, we're talking about Peyronie's disease here. Yeah, seriously. In my life now, it's like I can't not think about it because it's like hitting mainstream or something. But I blame you guys anyway. Have a good one. Thanks for that, Drew. That's why I don't look at the pictures. That's why I'll never look at the Peyronie's disease pictures. I fell on the grenade for that for our show, and you know, I I respect everybody, but my respect for or, uh, our boy Chuck went up. It's a great dude. Just dealing with some shit and good for him. And he gave us an update. Said things are are good now. Yeah, he says he doesn't have to stand sideways at yeah. the urinal anymore. And I went to high school with a guy with a curved dick, and we used to make fun of him. He had a girlfriend. We used to make fun of him. We'd be like, "Hey, this is him fucking doggy style," and we'd be like sideways turning. And turns out this guy probably has. I just thought of this. This guy's probably got Peyronie's disease. So I was at a um, New Year's party with Michelle and a friend and his wife, and then a bunch of like kind of random people that I I only kind of cared to talk to the this this group I was with. But there was a dude at the party who was bragging about his crooked dick and Michelle and the other girl went into the bathroom and checked out his crooked dick. Yeah. And I didn't give a shit. Like, fine. I'll go check it out. Who cares? You checked it out too. No, I didn't. But my buddy at the time was all twisted about his wife, his wife checking out some guy's crooked dick. And, uh, like, then we were party to a huge fight at the That's time. So dumb. And it's like, yeah, I Michelle wanted to check it out. Fine. Yeah. If Michelle's like, I just needed to see how it felt in my mouth. I'd be right. like, well, right. That's a problem. Right. But like, if she, go check out the guy's dick. What do I yeah, care? If she said, I'm gonna go in this bathroom and suck this guy's crooked dick, that might be an issue. But she she'd never seen a crooked dick, I assume. So she's like, let me check out this crooked dick. Yeah. I mean, I probably would go check it out too, though. But anyway, that was my first experience. And I think that was like right, that was like early 2000s. Yeah. But I didn't see it. But, you know, yeah. still Did proud she... of Chuck. That's all I care about. Yeah, me too. I'm proud of Chuck too. Did he, he got through it. He talked about it with us. And this is something I swear to God, I had no idea about. I didn't know. I mean, I'd heard the name of it, but I didn't realize what it was. <laughs> it's a grind. Okay. I'm just going to start playing this Manuel thing and then we can move on. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm falling deep in this uh, back to school review. Freaking epic. He's right. He's right about that. But, uh, one quick nugget. Give Stewie a break, fellas. Oh, 
But I feel like that's ripe for review. I feel like there's a I lot. I would be up for that because we did fe- Smokey and the Bandit, and this was like, hey, what else should we do? And Cannonball Run yeah. came along. I expected Smokey and the Bandit to not hold up well, and it turns out it's still a fantastic movie. Sally Field, by the way. Big. Pump. Yeah, huge fan. Um, and Cannonball Run, I just, I'm interested to see how all that stuff plays from the 80s in our new uh pc culture it might be worth revisiting i haven't seen it probably in 25 years okay let's let him finish he's doing he's doing adrian barbeau's imdb for us and and by the way magnificent uh, rack these voicemails are very scratchy i i don't know if it's the setup but no it sounds fine it's fine on my end okay yeah, she's on might be the Skype connection. She looks good uh, for her age. She's on Twitter. But she's like, I think, like, big on, like, saving. Or oh, they all are. Something like that. They you are. Know? But seems to be, like, a, a nice lady. If she's big on petting. I didn't dislike her in that, in that role. It was yeah. just your point, I believe, was yeah. that we're talking about a... A captain of industry clothing clothing magnate yeah. a captain of industry yeah that was a perfect role for fucking marky post or somebody like go. that like there you go somebody real yeah. hot and like hot. just you know could just play that role better because you're not looking for a great actress you i yeah. mean not that no knock on marky post but it's more yeah. you could get an you could get an a plus Oh, of yeah. 1985, totally. 1986, because that's what the role called for. You probably probably would have cost you 15 grand, right. 12, 12 grand. It's just one day of shooting. She's barely in the movie. Man, this back to school thing has me laughing my ass off. The Uncle Paul used to have that line about you guys saying how <laughs> the casting director. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just be the last. Uh, do your part from the last movie. That's Jay Stu's line. Is very funny. Good job, boys. Yeah. We're very Don't nice to Jay Stu. Thank you, Manuel. Yeah, we're not. We bring Jay Stu on. We bring him chat on all with the him. time. He's, yeah, he's a great guy. Friend he's, of ours. He's just, he would be called a semi-regular. Oh, for sure. Friend of the show. Right. Does the, does the Bachelor thing with me. A lot of times shows up... It, it, Makes me fucking wait till he drives home from San Francisco to do the show at like 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, what time? And he's like, not sure. I'll let you know. I'll let you, I'll, I'll, I'll text you from the road. And it's like, <laughs> just keeps putting me off. And I'm like, I can skip this week. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then another time, 
There's well, only like ten episodes. We always have to cater to his softball needs. Yeah, he's got a he's got a softball schedule, so we can't record on the night he has softball. And then another time, we had a guest. I had a, uh, one of the guys from the Turn That Off Pod came on with us to do Bachelor, and Jason right. Stewart had been out drinking at a bar for four married. hours. That's yeah, right. he hadn't even watched The Bachelor. He barely spoke the whole episode. Thank God we he had gets, a guest or it just would have been me. Right. He always gets sensitive about how, whether or not I watch or listen. But yeah. Why, why would you? Why would you? Okay. A couple quick emails. Brian and Ed, I know in the past you've talked about pit bosses and their bullshit good luck when they give you your player's card back. <laughs> but what's worse, that or when a dealer tells you nice hit when you have a nine and you hit a 13 and get an eight. Like, are there dumbs out there that think, yeah, that was a good hit, wasn't it? That's from Dean. Okay, I barely understand Blackjack. I understand enough. But no, I mean, uh, I know you have to add up to 21, and right. I would get I would get that, yes, they're being right. polite. Right. And yes, there definitely are dumbs out there that think, yes, that was a good hit. Right. But it's not, but, so it's not, but it's not. 13 to 8 is a hard hand. Of, Right, but if people are erring on the side of politeness, I don't, I don't hate that. Like, only dumbs would read into that to think that they had mind control over the cards. But it's so, fine to just default to polite, right? Right, but so the theory is is that the next card coming is a ten, so that's why you don't want to hit the thirteen. But if you, but then if the dealer but if you pulls hold that 10, that they 13 have eighteen, and the, yeah. the, the deal, what, there's a they chance have to they go bust. to fifteen. So you're 16. kind of yeah. sixteen. So you, you're kind of, you know, fuck if you get a thirteen. Right. That's a, it's, really that's a tough hand. Thing to so have. you know what I do at that point is I I ask the dealer, and it's, people probably hate this. I go to the dealer. I go, what's the book say? Because I don't know the book. Yeah, and that's fine. And they're fine yeah. with telling you. They're not. Well, they tell they you. don't make. Yeah. They don't make more. Right. But I, I, I hate the snobs next to you that spend every third base weekend, weekend yeah. there, and they're they're. Oh, or they oh go, you're or taking they my card. Like, oh, that's oh, my card. card. No, it's my card. It's all a, it's all a game of game of luck. It's my card. That's my card. And also, it isn't a game of luck because the fucking odds are stacked in the. <laughs> right, it's a game of house's favor. But you when know, someone uh, talks about you claiming their card, fuck you. You had no cards. That's yeah, why you're no, showing up at a casino stupid, to play. Stupid. I don't really get casino etiquette, I'll be honest. And last time I was in Vegas, we were at some not quite seedy hotel, but like definitely not one of the nicer hotels. And uh, I tried to get Fancy Sauce drunk, and I tried to get Fancy Sauce to let me play some because they had $5 blackjack. Um, and she's like, yeah, go ahead. And I'm like, okay. And I was going to sit down and play, and then I was like, I had like an adult moment where I'm like, what good is going to come out of this? I'm for sure going to lose a hundred bucks and I'm for sure going to be bummed out. And if I win, it's a $5 table. So I'll probably win like 60 bucks tops and it's already midnight and I'm drunk. I'm just going to be hung over. So I talk myself out of it. Good for I you. Really, I don't really gamble. What I try to do yeah. is the lowest den- denomination of craps. Just yeah, play like. Just a lot of bets basic. going on on the craps table, yeah. Or, or roulette where you're just playing colors. And I know somebody will say, oh, you, you should just play this, play these numbers or whatever. But yeah. if you just play um, the colors, 
if you're just drunk and you just want to stay around. Well, and then just two two of the 36 numbers are greens, but you could probably hang around a little bit. That's all I want to do, but I'm not. All the people who have strategies, they're not not winning. Um, No. No, there's the the odds are in the favor of the casino considerably. But I haven't I haven't gambled in years. So, hey ballers, this one's for Jerry in Oregon. Just wanted to fill you in on the ranch happenings while I was out of town for the better part of a week. I made sure to assign important tasks in my absence. See attached. Perhaps the best part of this is there are only about three or four of us that notice the winnies. No one else reacts. So we got about 15 others that have no idea what's going on. Either horse winnie guy is a monster, or those that don't notice are monsters. I spend a lot of time working in the field in construction, and suffice to say, this is the best thing I've ever heard at work. And that says a lot. Talk to y'all next week with sounds from the barn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's he's back. These are quick. Let's listen to him. <laughs> How could people not notice that? It's that's insane. That's just people How- being overly polite. Right. Because you have to notice. You're pretending that you don't notice if you if you're Claiming not to notice that. Oh, this is a noise on. coming that from your office. Full on horse noise. Yeah, here, a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they catch him. They have to prompt him somehow. <laughs> oh, I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. Okay. Thanks for that, Dave in Rancho San Clemente. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my crew rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD sports here what is happening in the world of sports so this was a story from last week because the atlanta braves were in the playoffs and now they are decidedly not in the playoffs yeah yeah um so there was talk there was some uh, you know anytime a racist team name like my redskins even though it doesn't happen very often anytime they make a playoffs or in a big game yeah. The buzz about what's going on with their name comes up. Sure and the, the Atlanta Braves were in the line of fire this this past month because of, well, they're the Braves. And Georgia Republican leaders, and this was several of them, 
blame the Braves playoff loss on karma for not distributing foam tomahawks because people are like, you can't, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of, even though they were promptly dispatched in their series with the Cardinals, there was a lot of discussion about the tomahawk chop. And and I, and I will, I will point this out first. Maybe I'm off, but I kind of remember nobody thought twice about the Braves until Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, Steve Avery in like 1990. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit about them. And the Tomahawk shop came around. However, it was going on at Florida State with the criminals. Oh, was it? Before then. Yeah. So I I, I think they they even co-opted that thing. Maybe I'm wrong. It's hard to know because like the Seminoles, that's a tribe. That's a tribe from where they're from. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm not just in tune enough to know if I should be offended, but I guess it doesn't matter. It was invented by the Florida State University marching chiefs in the eighties. So yes, the marching chiefs. Yeah. And then, and then I believe the Kansas city chiefs might've tried to co-opt it in. Oh, I think they the, did in the Christian Okoye days Yeah, around the same time. I remember that the, the thing is, is that when you got chief Wahoo around still tough. So, I mean, it's just like, you got to start there. You, you got to start that. You no, couldn't have, you got to start with the Washington Redskins. It's just they've made themselves so name. irrelevant that they don't yeah. matter. Yeah, that's but true. It's name, also dumb. It's it's it, like you just change the name, and the yeah. thing that that is ridiculous to me is a guy like Daniel Snyder that wants to milk every penny out of instead of being good, he just wants to milk every penny out of something. If they change their name, everyone in the region, yeah. Would would buy new shit. Yeah, hundred percent. You'd make it, it. People are not without a doubt uh, not buying things because, like, if they change the Redskins' name, there'll be like a couple of hayseeds that will burn their shit because we're getting too PC. But they'll make way more money if they change the name. Way more money. Totally, hundred percent with you. But it's it it starts and ends with Chief Wahoo. Like, right? Nothing. You couldn't have a team called the Sambos. You know, forgive me. Right. You just, or, or, yeah, yeah. Or like the, or the, um, the like drunk Mexican caricature with the fucking, uh, sombrero. You can't have that. You can't do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's time. Because they didn't distribute foam, foam tomahawks. I don't think that's why they lost. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Okay. What else? This is pretty good. High school cancels football season, fires entire coaching staff after a suspended player suited up with a new identity. So he got, he got ejected from the championship game, like the state championship the year before. And so it was known he couldn't play in the first game of the year. And they, the pan, the plan blew up because people recognized the player's tattoos on his right arm. He's in high school? High school kid. Well, it's, 
he's probably really good. Like you, you know who right. the good he's players stuck. are. You, would, you wouldn't notice. Uh, what was his name? So the guys, yeah, it was like he changed his name from Jackson to Gregory, or you know, something like that. But for grown men, these are people who this is their job to coach, and they they risk their career so they could get a guy playing the first game of a regular season. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> where where uh, this was in Florida, right? Uh, I thought California, but maybe Florida. Oh, maybe. Could be. Could be. Uh, St. Louis. St. Louis. Mizzou. Um, While negotiating a new contract with management, uh, Sacramento Kings guard Buddy Heald uh, crushed Sacramento and pointed out that no free agent has ever wanted to play in that city. Yeah, it's Sacramento. And he got a fat deal. Yeah. He, he He was probably their biggest signing ever that's bargaining like he well they had chris Webb. i mean i know they traded for chris weber traded for him i don't but i think they 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 also traded for buddy healed i think they they but uh, but like he might have been he might have been a draft date this was a this was like his yeah this was an extension because he was on his rookie deal at oklahoma but uh i i honestly have never seen anything the only thing i know about sacramento was that that movie was it ladybird oh yeah yeah that's it it's one of the most overrated movies of the last decade how a tedious yeah it was a little she was kind of just an unlikable kid yeah it was a little just kind of whatever you know um, it was very hyped alabama student faces 20 years in the pokey after calling in bomb threat to the lsu florida game because he was trying to help a friend win a bet Wow. You think about the things you are going to have to kind of tell your kids as, as they're leaving high school. You wouldn't think, hey, you should never call in a bomb threat to help out a friend. It's just one of those things that's kind of assumed. You know, just common sense, no bomb threats. Because, you know, uh, I think it was like an over-under bet or something. So he was thinking if you get to call. Oh, they're going to shut down the game. It wasn't even his bet. It was his friend's bet. Also, the bookies would just, they would call that like a no contest. And they would just give everybody their money back. They wouldn't pay on that if it got stopped for a bomb threat. Kind of bad planning. Uh, Michael Strahan's ex-wife wants... $225,000 $225,000 for their daughter's horseback riding. So I have a wife that rides horses. Is that just so he, she just wants that for one month of the horse riding? Cause that's about how much it costs. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it seems like a pricey. I feel like that's how much comes out of my bank account every single month for four lessons a month because it's not cheap to ride horses. Yeah, it's a lot of maintenance there. It's a lot. It's a lot. And she, they probably own a horse, and those horses eat a lot of fucking hay. There are a lot. Oats. I mean, I guess really any, just about any state, but there are a lot of horse farms in New Jersey. So yeah, I could see it happening, but you got to board them. But it's a I whole mean, thing. you know who's time. 
if there's one yeah. dude who's good with cat who's who's got the money these days he's got to be pay- getting paid so much money yeah yeah and this is post divorce jobs like she already got him for his NFL money remember he had to come back and play that extra year after he retired yeah and now he's cuz he's real likable he's got a high Q rating um fancy sauce watches also the equestrian events she um tivos all the equestrian events and watches the worst part of the olympics the dressage and all that stuff yeah i mean it is pretty boring but it is kind of incredible to think that someone can control an animal a massive animal and get them to do that but my point is is that like these people that compete professionally it's like Bruce Springsteen's daughter is like one of the best in the world, Jessica Springsteen. Yeah. And the, and the other one is um, Michael Bloomberg's daughter. And then it's like some so Russian the money, right? It's like some Russian oligarchs daughters really good. And it's like everybody, all these rich guys from like Argentina and fucking Belgium and shit. It's like such a rich man's sport. It's crazy. Um, Okay. Well, it's time, it's time for Nine Sports, Nine Sports. Segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Nine Sports, Nine Sports, Nine Sports, Nine Sports, Nine Sports. I'm talking about this segment now. Nine Sports, Nine Sports, Nine Sports segment. Ed, what's happening in the non-sports realm? We're also a non-sports show. You had to know it was. Starting off at this state, Pasco, Florida man drove truck into neighbor's kitchen after the family made fun of him. Do you think they were like, oh my God, you, you only have one and a half broken down jet skis outside of your trailer. (laughs) I only saw three extra carburetors laying in your driveway. (laughs) You like, you don't even like your exotic reptile collection is like not even that exotic. Like this, those are just regular. That's just all your it's not even reptiles a king can cobra. fit in one bathtub. I <laughs> <laughs> could oh, you're you're you got the weakest bath salts in the park. I could totally feel one of my limbs when I had your bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> I had no urge to eat somebody's face. <laughs> um, Amazing. Well, let's take it to the, uh, the 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 state that is inexplicably um, deciding who one of the major party's candidates will be. Iowa. Not really sure why yeah. the state is so important. Yeah. Well, there was an Iowa family that lived next to some sort of meat locker, <sighs> <laughs> and things were fine for a while. It's a big Iowa's a big there's hogs and stuff and yeah, I feel cattle. Like maybe I'm off, but I feel like that's where something like the Hormel plant is or, there, if, or yeah. something like it. I believe Tom Arnold is from Iowa and I believe he talks about growing up working in the Hormel plant as a meat cutter, as a as a whatever they call what? that, where you butcher right. the pigs. That's right. Where you're just chopping heads off all day yeah. long. Yeah. Um, well, if you live nearby a meat locker, things might be okay. But for one family, they had five inches of blood and guts in their basement one morning. <laughs> How does that happen? Like it backs up. They probably yeah, I mean, shared you're sharing a drain. the same soil. So if 
Yeah. You know, they, I'm sure they store everything somewhere. And, yeah, and you leaks. know how if you have a leaky water heater, all of a sudden you got oh, water dude. everywhere? Yeah. Well, dude. a leaky blood and guts storage system. This is 100% first rule. Never have a basement. A. Because <laughs> only bad shit happens in basements. Date rapes. Uh, it. I saw one of the few horror movies I've seen in the last year. It, I feel like he ran into the clown in the basement. Yes. Yeah, they had, there's basement happenings in it. That's, uh, remember the great David Fincher um, Zodiac movie? Oh, man, that movie haunted me for a long time. Yeah. What's Even though name? I knew it was in the past. So good. Hall has to fucking go to Charles Fleischer's house for some reason. And Charles Fleischer's like, oh yeah, I have the evidence down in the fucking basement. Charles Fleischer's basement? Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Are you kidding me? Terrifying. No, nothing good happens in basements. Namely, dudes calling them man caves. Hey, come on down to my man cave. A man no cave thanks. sounds like you're you're about to get strapped down. Yeah. Like that feels like um Silence of the Lambs kind of thing. That's yes. a man cave. Yeah. For sure. It's a place where you keep men. <laughs> Could you help me move my furniture? <laughs> um, uh, okay, what else? So this was big news over the last 48 hours. Mitt Romney, yeah. they found he had a secret Twitter account under the name of Pierre Delecto. That's great. This is great. And This is such he, a dad he, It was like a profile, and a reporter figured it out after he said, oh, I've got about 650 followers or 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 i'm following these people and then somebody's like okay how many uh accounts follow mitt romney and they they found it out because he followed mitt romney's son tag with two g's because nobody nobody on earth cares what tag romney has to say no this 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 was a a woman reporter and she basically has this is an innate skill to women they can go in and they can look at shit they're all basically like csi investigators if you're liking slutty pictures on instagram or anything related if you're mm-hmm. dming these broads know it in one second because they're expert investigators they know how to look this shit up and what she did was she went to romney's like Cause I think tag still has like in the thousands of followers, but she found Romney's like oldest grandkid only has like a few hundred. And so she went through the, uh, the oldest grandkids followers and like kind of looked for like a daddish, like weird looking follower. Right. And then she found this Pierre Delecto. It took her I mean, like it took, a half was, hour. Yeah. It was very quick. I'm telling you all broads have this skill. It's, it's an, it was an amazing feat of reverse engineering, but they can all do this. They all can do this. And she did it very quickly and it's, it didn't surprise me at all. Um, one, can you imagine you said he's gotten in the thousands people wanting yeah. to know what tag Romney yeah. has to say? Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you get that name? What's a name tag? Yeah, I mean, tag with two G's. Dude loved his uh, strapping his dog to the roof. He's got. Oh, is that him? 
Tag's the dog strapper? No, Mitt was the dog strapper. I think Tag was a, a complex. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with a guy who is like in Romney's inner circle. No. Come and on. It, well, he just he feels exactly who a Mitt Romney guy would feel like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Very, uh, very bland. Um, yeah. Days after opening its first UK restaurant, Chick Fil A announces close the location will close. Grand in open, days, grand closing. In days, wow. Wow. because you know what? I mean, here's the thing: if you wanted to give them credit, Chick Fil A makes it known who they are. Yeah, the they downside. They're closed the, on Sundays. Well, they hate gays. Yeah. But, that's the thing. If you, if you're, I, I, on one hand, I applaud people for being who they are. On the other, yeah. yeah, you know, it makes it easy to hate you because who you are is trash. Yeah. So yeah, they're pretty fucked. So this was one of those things. The word was out on Chick Fil A. They came and they didn't even come to London, where they're just going to be enough people rolling through town that you could maybe weather the storm they went to like reading england like a yeah oh like, just out there just some town and it's not gonna work also and the brits the brits i mean you go to these hazy towns in england you think well these are the brexit people but at the same time you can't weather the storm there's just not that many people there to weather the storm and but also and they have way better like fast food options there with the fashion chips and all the curries and that it's like that's, that's true pub pub grub yeah I, I would much prefer that over yeah a shitty chick-fil-a totally um nice. <laughs> this is this this just made me laugh several times high-tech rosary beads aimed at luring godless teens back to the church hey teens <laughs> This is <laughs> this ain't this ain't your father's yeah. Catholic church. This ain't Who's your grandpa's Jesus. Light up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still promoting like 16th century values, but we've got light up. We've got LED lights on our our uh, rosary beads. So when you sin, you can pray <laughs> upon light up rosary beads. <laughs> Um, now it's like the David Cross routine where he's talking yes. about like commercials, like yeah. this ain't your father's eggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, the so the rosary, like there's a prayer for each bead, right? Yeah, like a priest, you'd be like, oh, I fuck my neighbor's wife, and then the the priest would be like, okay, you got to take these beads and like pray, you know, thirty times for each bead or something like that. Oh yeah. No, that doesn't sound too fun. And then everything's fine. Everything's fine. Whatever you did. That reminds me of my buddy who's like showing me his watch one time. And he's like, what do you think about this watch? And I'm like, I don't know. It's pretty fucking ugly. And he's like, no, you don't get it. And I'm like, what? He goes, it's got Bluetooth. And I'm like, oh. Like, so what does that do? (laughs) I still don't know. I'm like, oh, so like you don't have to set it? Like the Bluetooth set. It wasn't an Apple watch. It was just, looked like a regular like analog watch. And it was ugly. And he goes, no, you don't understand. This shit's got Bluetooth. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why yep. would you need it? I don't even get it. Like you Where can't talk into it. 
<laughs> doesn't have a calculator. I don't even understand. Teeth are blue. Um, when when I mean, I I grew up. I, I told you, my mom goes to church every day, every so day. I had to I had to get confirmed. Like yeah. I had to go all through eighth grade of of Catholic school. Does your mom? Like I went to CCD. I went to public school, but then I had to do like extra on Monday afternoons or yeah. some bullshit. Yeah, that's you get confirmed and shit. Yeah. Um. The but, um. Did your does your mom have the priest over? Is she like that into it? Like the priest brother, comes over. Like <laughs> we yeah. we. I remember having Thanksgiving with a nun. It was a real bummer. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody just had to clam up because she was real dullard. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and my my mom's brother sucks. Um, but uh, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, but part of the deal when you're getting confirmed is you have to uh, you have to go to confession. Like when you're in eighth grade or whatever, you have to confess your sins before you become an adult in the church. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, guy. it's kind of it's like auditing. It's kind of like and, Scientology. And everybody knows this because it's in Fleabag. It's in everything. You go into yeah. the one section, and then the, the door opens, and uh, he was like, "Confess your sins." I was like, "Well, what what sins? What yeah. what sins do I have to confess to?" And he's like, They're "All, yes, all of them. the things things you did." And I go, "I'm 14. What? Yeah. What could I have done? Off. Yeah, I lied about you know yeah. wanting to. That's another sin. Like." I wasn't going to tell this, this creeper. Yeah. I was like, I've, I've got nothing, no sense. I've got nothing to tell you. And the guy was just not happy with it, but it's supposed to be confidential. So he couldn't tell anybody, but yeah. I, I held firm. Good for you. You're not going to know what I'm up to, buddy. I'm 14. It's, it's real fucking dumb. Like, what? <laughs> there's no way it's human nature to want to fuck. Like, right. You have to want to, you don't, it's not like, it's not sinful to want to fuck. It's, yeah. it's part of being human. So it's like wanting to breathe air and eat food. You want to fuck. So you can't, you can't take a job where you go, oh, I'm above it. I'm, I'm going to subvert my human nature in the yeah, fucking name. The yeah. In the name of God. What? So God wants you to not be human. He made you. You believe he made you. He made you want to fuck. So fuck. Do some fucking. Right. Should be able to fuck like the. The like best the is English. my mom's my mom's church. Yeah. Uh, some some rotund dude in Rumson, New Jersey, had like a rent boy. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> he had a rent boy, and it was like, oh, I'm I'm really surprised. He was spending parish funds to take this this companion to Florida every you know month and a half. Yeah, that's what that's what happens. Yeah. They, I think I read somewhere that like 70% of the clergy is sexually active. Because like it's a it's a high that's number. Life. Yeah, nobody you're a human being. Nobody just shuts it down. No. No. I can't shut it we, down. I need to fuck. I need yeah. to have sexual intercourse. Well, speaking of uh people in the religious game. Yeah. yeah. An Oxford Joel professor. Rostein? Yeah. <laughs> Some he Oxford fucks. professors stole ancient Bible fragments and sold them to Hobby Lobby. That's insane. That's insane. Because those Hobby the, Lobby is a Jesus They're, they're anti-gay place. people. Right? Yeah. Right. So, they're, uh, well, they're definitely those, anti-abortion. Yeah, they're in better hands. 
the, the Bible fragments are in better hands at Hobby Lobby. What do you? This is like this is like Connor on Succession trying to buy Napoleon's dick. It's like you just have too much money, <laughs> right? At some point, it's just too much. If you're buying, if you're buying fragments of a fucking Bible, you just like do what do what Jesus would have done and give the fucking money away and help some people. Do what as else? you say, he said. Not as he did or said. Exactly. Um, Two Indian men complained of stomach pain. (laughs) And so the doctor there prescribed him with pregnancy tests. And now he's under fire. (laughs) Indians are typically very good doctors. Yeah, sure. I've had tons of great Indian doctors over the years. But I feel like one of the early days in medical school, you would kind of cover this thing. Right. You just kind of swear everything away that, yeah, you know, certain people don't need pregnancy tests. I would think not. I mean, you can usually rule out that's part of like the diagnostic procedure is just, you can rule out certain things right away and get into the real. And isn't that kind of the, that was the whole game by Sherlock Holmes. He would just eliminate all of the possibilities and then it yeah. would have to be with the remaining. So if you're a doctor, you kind of play the same game. You would just say, okay, we know it's not pregnancy. Right. Occam's right. razor. Right, right. Well, this you know? Occam's razor is not quite in the Indian Peninsula, I guess. Apparently not. Um, there was a 68-year-old North Dakota man. It's kind of sad. He got hit with a snowball. <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. That's it does. Fu- that's fucked up to do. It's fucked up. He's sixty-eight. Yeah, he retaliated by beating a nine-year-old unconscious. Oh, that's fucked. That's I, fucked. I mean, I, I this guy needs to be locked I, up. I remember being in high school. I was with a friend. We we're driving, and a couple of kids camped out in their front yard, and they yeah. hit us hit us with snowballs. Yeah, and so we just pulled the car over, and then just made snowballs and just pelted them like. 30 times yeah yeah and that felt it's, great it yeah. felt really good to, to rough up those little kids but to, to beat them unconscious yeah seems like I maybe mean, it's, maybe it's too a, far it's a little kid i know they do things different in the dakotas and i right. know also right. they, it's two they, states carved out of one but so they could get two more senators right they have four senators in the dakotas and they only have they have like half as many people as live in my county <laughs> i would i would say not nearly as much as half yeah there's it's it's kind of bullshit and it, and then they got 68 year old dudes whooping up on little kids like that's fucked right. this guy needs to be locked up fuck him so Unfortunately, the story is he's not alive, but there is a man who must have changed his name to Tupac Shakur because that is his legal name. Yeah. He was arrested in Tennessee for meth possession and threatening cops with a knife. Yeah. And And then he died? No, just Uh, he's just a guy. But I need you to look at his picture because and just Google the Tupac Shakur and tell me how old you think he is. Okay. Okay. I like this game. Let's Google this. Tupac. And everybody just Tupac Shakur, Tennessee, meth. You'll you'll see the yeah. picture. He's out there. You got it. This computer's so slow. So it's gonna be a second here. Paste. Paste and go. Okay, let's see here. 
Tupac Shakur. Oh, he's a white guy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he looks like shit. He's got some neck tattoos. The ears, the whole I thing. Said the math arrest, so that you knew that already. Yeah, the goatee. I'm gonna guess. I mean, he looks real bad, but I'm I'm factoring in the meth. I'm gonna say this guy's in his early fifties, fifty three years he, old. He just hit the new decade of forty. Wow. Wow, Tupac. Not um, looking good. R.I.P. Now, here's a story that it was a profile on Rosario Dawson. It was supposed to be oh a sweet God, story. Yeah. But this is a, almost a horror story. Yeah. Cory Booker read a 250-plus page historical novel to Rosario Dawson over the phone. That's what they do at night in their yeah. couple. Sure they do. So... I didn't do you, know. Do you think Mayor Pete is like during Come commercial on, breaks feeling like, yeah. buddy? Come on. Still. Well, see, I didn't know. I, ne- I never really contemplated Cory Booker much. And, and then you mentioned on this show, hey, you know, he's a gentleman of the peers. And he's from your home state of New Jersey. He was the mayor of Newark. Right. You know, Senator. Great documentary, Street Fight. Yeah. That's yeah. one of those. That's one of those situations where it's all about the primary, kind of like in yeah. the wire yeah. when Parchetti's going. Right, you already know who's going to win. You just yep. got to get out of the primary. So that's what Street Fight was about. It was Cory Booker versus this guy Sharp James, who spent time in the Great Bar Hotel. Sharp James. Yeah, and he looked and acted like a that's Sharp a, James. That's a nickname. Well, yeah, but oh. he, was, he was exactly who you would think. Yeah, of course. He was um, a real shame. He, this is this reminds me of like when you're watching a movie or a TV show and you can tell it was written by gay guys because you're like, oh no, no uh, heterosexual dude would say that thing that that guy just said. That's something a gay guy would say, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just you notice that kind of stuff. And this is this is like um, this is the same thing because no one. First of all, no woman wants to read anything about World War II, even even That's if it's, right. yeah. it's like I, not. The they're not things interested. That were absurd about the story. I didn't even think about that. Of course yeah. not. Nobody yeah. cares about World War II. And they don't. They don't want to be read to over the phone or whatever because he reads to her because he's on the campaign trail or whatever. And just the whole. This is just something that a gay guy makes up to sound romantic to sound like a straight guy and, but no straight guy would ever do this shit. This is not and no, and no straight woman would want, would be involved in such a thing because it's so fucking boring and stupid. It's just so made up. It's ridiculous. And I had read that Cory Booker's campaign was running out of money and he was going to have to call it quits. And apparently yeah, and he like gave everyone an ult- ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Rosario's contract is only as long as he's running for president. And so once he's, once he's able to cut, has to drop out, then they can quietly break up. And I guess she was real bummed because he got a big cash infusion (laughs) into the campaign. So he could keep reading World War II novels. Yeah. Everything's so fake. uh, It just doesn't feel authentic at all. They're like, well, they haven't seen each other in three months, but he reads her books. Yeah, like, it's just, no. just be gay. And it was a, it like, was nobody nice cares profile. if you're gay. Exactly. You know, I, I look at her as, 
you know, doing a kind of a nice service that she's yeah. whatever, helping him through whatever he, I, I don't think he needs to be doing this, but yes. you know, she, it, it was a profile on how she's, she walks the walk when it comes to activism and, and donating great. her time. She's, she's awesome. Great. Yeah. Fan. She's so hot. I would love to have sex with her. Um, like, but she, she know. should come over here and get with a real man. Leave this Cory Booker, who's not taking care of her, come out yeah, here to well, the West Coast and kick it on the couch. Gonna take, take a care turn to a pretty disturbing sexual scene. Indiana man walks 351 miles to have sex with an underage girl. Turned out to be a cop. <laughs> he walked. He walked. And I would walk. <laughs> I had that. That's so weird because I woke up yesterday morning with that song in my head, and I almost made an Insta story about it, where I was like, "Oh, how the that's fuck did this proclaimer?" No, don't. You're gonna get it stuck in my head. Don't do that. I feel like this guy could. You know how there's always that story of that of the guy who's like a janitor, and he walks 18 miles in the snow every day to go be a janitor at some school okay. somewhere, and then the school. Yeah, they do like a collection a, to get him a fucking jalopy, and everybody's right. supposed to feel like racism. <laughs> they, <is over. laughs> they get him like a, a 96 <laughs> Mazda 323, and they're like, here you go, buddy. And it's like a real heartwarming. I feel like this guy <laughs> this guy could have done a GoFundMe where he's like, hey, <laughs> FYI. I mean, at least a I, fucking bike. You could cover yes. at least some miles on the bike. I don't know. That's Then you got some serious crotch okay, so rotch. So 351 miles walking, you walk at like a three mile an hour clip. Yeah, five if you're like really booking. I mean, yeah, that's still that's it's walking. Days. He's he's like walking like four days worth. It's a month, and then he gets there, and it's what? a cop. I mean, 351 divided by even five if it's a brisk. If he's doing that weird Olympic walk thing, yeah. <laughs> Do they still have that? Where they wiggle the hips like super with purpose? Yeah, what is that? What is it, that it makes me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> but then you show up and it's like, oh, this was a dude? I, I suppose I should have crossed my T's and dotted yeah. my I's here. Yeah. yeah. You really <laughs> fucked that up. You should but, do your due diligence before you set out. I mean, the journey of 351 miles to have sex with an underage uh, undercover cop begins with only one step that's right so that's something to think about no stop stop come on Uh, um yeah i will say that song is annoying i do like a song by them that was in the movie they have a second song they have a move they have a song in um what was a the first wes anderson movie where it was the heist with owen wilson um bottle rocket yeah. Mm-hmm. Over and yep. done with. Good song. Over and done with. Oh, okay. Those, those two like very thick accented dudes. Yeah. Anyway, here's a feel good story. Croatian mayor was recently caught on tape having an orgy on a yacht. Nice. Days later, he was reelected. Hey. Yeah, high five. No buddy. problem. Yeah, no problem with that so guy. Poor guy. We need. <laughs> we need. S or Z S O L T. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, Zolt. Zolt. Zolt gets High down. High five, Zolt. Nice. Good but for I like him. that they're like, what are you going to do about this orgy on a yacht scandal? Just nothing. 
just high five yourself to death. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like <laughs> shake some hands and make some people know that you're a fucking man. You, you're a problem solver. Final story. Yep. And down under. Down under. Okay. So you got early childhood education, second graders. Yeah. Tough gig for a teacher. One teacher figured the best way to get over this is drinking. And she passed out in front of the the, uh, the second graders. And now she's been kicked out of her job. I mean, this happens. I mean, have you ever had a play date with a bunch of second graders? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, fucking it's really hard. Well, you could. You know, because when kids are little, you have to go to their birthday parties with them. You can't just drop them off. There's so much noise. You, you just gotta, talk you, over. Yeah, you got to hang out. And But it's like if you go to the right parties, a lot of times the dad will be like, hey, you, uh, you want a mimosa? Or there's a, there's a cooler over there in the corner. You know, you just met the guy. He goes, I, you yeah, know, right. I don't know if you're into this, but uh, if you are, there's a cooler over there. It's filled with Paps Blue Ribbon. If you want one, just help yourself, okay? Don't worry about it. And then it's like, ah, kind of puts you at ease, you know? You're like, ah, okay. There's something enjoyable happening here at this party with all these children. Otherwise, right. you're just, you know, it's just a huge there's bummer. nothing again. enjoyable. Nothing. Yeah, you really got to focus in. I've on spent the so many hours just pump it up places, the bounce yes, places. Worst. Oh, with the bad pizza. So much noise. Noise and bad joints. pizza. Yeah, awful. Uh, okay, Ed, we are joined now by our very own pop culture correspondent. Hasn't been here. We did a movie last week directed by her ex-boyfriend's dad. Yeah. Alan Metter, the fantastic director of Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Police Academy 6, Mission to Moscow, a few other things, some TV stuff, but also Back to School, his true crowning achievement. She joins us now. Kate McKee. did one of those Police Academy. I just said that. Oh. Police Academy 6, Mission to Moscow. Did you miss that part? Yeah, he did one of the, it was like one of the 2000s, or the night. I know, but the thing is, is like no one can hear you unless you get close to the mic. No one can hear me. This hey, Ed, what's up? Hey, Kate. Uh, yeah. How are you? How's it going? Oh, it's going great. How's it going oh, in New Jersey? Hey, everything's going great. Yeah, okay. Ed, how's things in New Jersey? Okay. You know, same old, same old. Much better weather than you're having. 90 it's degrees. It's 90 degrees. It was 90 degrees what's, today. What's going on over there? Yesterday. The it's 50s. Love it. Rain. Uh, oh, that's so freezing. Cold. Oh my god, you've had Ed, to wear a jacket. You you've had to wear a jacket I do, outside. I do enjoy it. Oh my god. Uh so I'm cold. Jeans and a t shirt, nothing better. So freezing. Yeah. No, it's gross. It's oh, I like it. no. Because it's so dry and everything's catching 90s, fire. Nineties tough. So it well in October. I mean me personally, I'm like Oh my god. Uh okay, quick couple quick emails. Ballers. My hairline has been looking worrisome lately. Join the club. Under what circumstances, if any, 
would it be okay to get a hair system signed Beauregard? Oh. Yeah, I love Beauregard. The janitor uh, from uh, The Muppet Show. Yeah. Um, it's Beauregard. Beauregard. Uh, well, last time he emailed, we had this issue. Beauregard. Be- yeah, Beauregard. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't have hairline issues. But no, you got a great head of hair. Gorgeous. It's it's annoying because it grows like weed. Yeah. But it's it's not particularly like cool. This is flowing. no. You're like that broad that you're. That's like you know. There's certain women that do this where they're like, oh, <laughs> these tits are just way tits too big. Too uh, these no, big tits and say, everybody's always looking at them and wanting to squeeze them and stuff. Got, it is the I've worst. I get all this attention. I've got yeah. I don't know. Half my friends are bald or balding. Me too. And it honestly, it it definitely doesn't impact the quality of the uh, significant others. Nope, it doesn't nope. affect what I think of them. Like this is all self-imposed. Being bald is just just a thing. Like having hair. I don't. I would say yeah. no system because you're doing work for something that nobody cares about. Yeah. Talk to because here's the thing. Even if people aren't sure that you got a system going or plugs or whatever, there's something up. You, you there's, you just, people can tell something's not right. It's so like they just notice. Start messing with their face. Yes. The wrong way. Yes. Like they get bad injections. Fillers. Bad fillers. Yep. Except for Kenny Rogers. Talk. He looks great. No, he looks fantastic. And there's a way to do it right. And yeah, exactly. A lot of people do it wrong and, or or broads that over tweeze or it's just like, like I mean back to, it's hard. Back, to it's hard. back to tits you go too big yeah. on the tits it's like what are you doing yes. you too you've big of the implants the conversation about yeah, yourself right over. and have a have a conversation with a guy that with a shaved head about how he felt when he was trying to hold on to his hair versus how he feels now and they're all to a man are like oh my god it's so much better I just shave my head every couple of days. I don't have to worry about, you know, doing my hair. It's fine. Like before I was trying to hold on to my hair and fucking Rogaining and doing shit. And now it's like nothing. So just, just let it go. Beauregard. Beauregard. Bo. Let it go. Beauregard. Uh, okay. Another email. Good morning, ballers. You mentioned this week about Patreon. Chad Slayback from Pennsylvania. And in my case, Chad is short for Charles. I never go really? by Chad. Yeah, I never. He's not the first um, Charles I know to go by Chad. I never go by Chaz. I would probably correct someone, but you never really know. I just try it out. I have two things for you. A, I've listened to you, Brian. Oh, Ed, it's another one of these assholes that only dresses me. What a piece of shit. I've listened to you, Brian, since Friday Facts and the very beginning of TBLS. Team current episode. I'm embarrassed it's taken me so long to give back when you've given me so much. I can't imagine I'll ever email again. Oh, please do. You seem to be doing very well with content without me. And two, here's the funny story about Patreon. I'll be the judge of this. Okay. I am the pastor of a faith community, and I regularly reference the podcast topics. I know that might sound strange, but not all people of faith are super crazy juggalos for Jesus. 
Two weeks ago, we, we were studying a passage on giving offerings, not because we have to, but out of gratitude. And I said that this was the week I gave an offering to you because I'm so thankful for you all and the baller lifestyle. And to make sure I asked everyone to check on me and make sure I did because I had been meaning to since the first mention of Patreon. They did ask to make sure I followed through and that you got what you deserve. Nice, right? So maybe if there is a next time, I'll have a two-minute rant on highways or plumbing companies, companies, <laughs> a fuck, Mary kill, a guy that sounds exactly like a horse, or a daily's choice. But for now, all of this is just to say thank you, love, peace, Chad. Okay. That was, well, that was a fantastic all, Brian, email. Yeah. You're supposed to tell me emails before the show. I didn't know about this one. Makes me feel like a real piece of shit for trashing some people in the uh, yeah. the God yeah. game. But I will not retract my opinion on my uncle. Oh. He's a real bummer. Chaz, are you a are you a Patreon? Yeah, he's subscriber? the so remember last week before. Yeah, week before. That's why he you, brings Chaz. it up because the week Chaz, before last. Chaz, not Chaz, Chaz. Chaz. Yeah, the week before last, you mentioned his contribution, and that's when we got in the Chaz Chad discussion. Yeah, that's what I you're, know. You're a good man. Unlike yeah. my boring uncle. <laughs> Great dude, Chad. Uh, who's uh, running a, from something that nobody that, wants to talk about in my family. That made me smile, unlike <laughs> Ed's uncle who makes people not smile. Uh, okay, Kate. What is going on in the world hey, of pop culture? All I need is Takashi 69. Don't know. And the beats is Korean hook fine. Oh, I hope Kate's got this to read. Cause it's all I need. Gorgeous. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? I gotta say, every week I live on eggshells and the needles that Takashi having. Takashi. Mm-hmm. Mm, how is she? Um, yeah. He's he just got a fat um recording uh you don't rat on contract. Yeah. And, Bloods. Suwu. No, you don't. So you know, I'm cool with the Bloods and the Crips. Like. Yeah. Like, yes. Shocked yes. Anyway. That's so. That's it kind does. of like I don't want anything to happen to yeah. him, but I'm more right. But, yeah. but we all know the story you're going to do eventually. I feel oh, we'll like see. it's inevitable. We'll see. We'll see. I, don't I mean, want to put bad vibes we, out know, there. It's it's kind of like remember when Michael Jackson died on, and everybody was kind yeah. of everybody yeah. was thrown when Michael Jackson died, but when you thought about it, you're like, wow. I was gonna die soon. He was so skinny, the Michael Jackson. This, that's what I feel like the news that'll eventually yeah. hit. Like we yeah. know what's happening. It's just when. Michael Jackson yeah. looked like he had a bunch of drugs running through his veins. Yeah, yeah, he did, and it was kind of fucked because Farrah Fawcett died that same day, and she wasn't a pedophile. She had anal cancer, and she had a tough mm-hmm. end of her life, and this piece of shit pedophile michael jackson died the same day and stole ferris thunder 
which is kind of bullshit. We should have remembered Pharaoh a little bit better. I think you still have a lot of fun there. It's true. I mean? Yeah, I do. Okay. First story. Do you guys know? Do you remember the British singer James Blunt? Best known You're for his beautiful. Beautiful. Didn't he? You're beautiful. Didn't he move to Ibiza? Ibiza, where he just clocks honeys left and right. He's just banging. It, like importing poon from all over the world and just My it's just doing factor for this dude is pretty low. It's just doing sex. Yeah. So um there was a there was a piece in, in Esquire where he's interviewed um where he suggests stop this. Yeah. God I hated that song. I hated it then and I yeah. hate it now. Yep. Um where he talks about um, how it's really annoying to be the you're beautiful guy, but he's pretty okay with it despite previous comments acknowledging its annoyingness. But the weirdest part in this is definitely when he suggests that Mick and Keith of the Rolling Stones are still looking for a song with similar staying power. (laughs) Because apparently Jumping Jack Flash just can't compare. Paint it black. Quoted. I think most musicians and bands are searching for that one big hit. Tom Blunt says in the interview. Sympathy for the devil. You know, mm. I think the Rolling Stones are still looking. Brown sugar. And I'm just lucky enough to have it out there right Wild now horses. at the top of my career. Um, at the top of his career, that song's like 15 years old. <laughs> I guess he's trying to say that he made his one big hit. Oh, like first that seismic hit. Yeah. And that a lot of bands like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I mean, think about for that one. Think about just like a a song that's probably like I don't know, maybe not even in their top twenty. But if you if you ask just somebody who'd never heard music before to hear like Mother's Little Helper and that song, and be like, what 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 has what's a better song? There there wouldn't be one person that would choose "You're Beautiful." Not no, one. No, no. There's. I mean, you could go down the list. Yeah. Let's spend um, the night together. I mean, Jesus. If I were James Blunt, I'd be like, uh, if people talk shit or whatever, I'd be like, oh, I made um, $50 million off that song. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's not that great. Whatever. It had its moment. And guess what? I'm having a fucking rest of my life off it. So go fuck yourself. I'm going to license it to something, to a commercial I here pretty soon. Do not call out the fucking stones. Yeah. I never, I never remember my dreams. Almost never. Except for the last, time I beat him to death. L- last night. Oh my God, you are. Last night. We're there, Kate. We're there. I had a dream and I was like. We constantly tell our children not to do this because it's so boring. I was, I was, in my dream, I was on vacation and it was like a mountainy place. And I was watching an award show and. Keith Richards was getting an award mm. and on in as part of his acceptance speech, he's like, Hey Mick, we should go hit the, um, then he's named some pub. And the person that I was watching TV with was like, you know, that pub's right down the street. Right. And I was like, are you serious? So we walked down the street to the pub where Keith said he was going and he wasn't there. So I sat down at the bar and had a drink and then Mick and Keith came and sat right next to me on my left and I started sipping out of Keith's drink and he didn't mind. The fuck is that? 
But this also, sounds yeah. like this sounds like a frequent voicemail kind of situation where we're. <laughs> it's, it's so I never, easy to hate. I never, <laughs> I never remember my dreams. And last night, the it just happened to be great. <laughs> happened to be about the Stones, Mick and Keith only. Obviously, Ronnie Wood so wasn't glad there. That my Charlie story Watts that mentioned the Stones triggered that dream memory. Bill Wyman, that you just shared with us. Anyway, it's I an need odd to dream. Take a heroin fueled exile on Main Street right now. <laughs> this, this was that was a tough one. Uh, okay, right. what well, else, Kate? If y'all are still there <laughs> and you haven't turned yeah. this podcast off, I, yep. I don't. I think you're just talking to me now, Kate. Okay, so I've people were hitting that thirty-second thing. This story um, continues on this theme of delusions of grandeur. This one features none other than Jared Leto, our boy Jared. Mm. So, Jared Leto played the Joker in the Suicide Squad. That's, a, that's my understanding. But and that was like the one nobody watched, right? Of all, I the Batman saw movies. that. You, you did. You saw it on a plane. No, didn't I take? I think I saw. Took you took my glory. son, yeah, Ladanian Beckner. He's my son too. Yes, our son, Ladanian Beckner. Right. Yeah. Um. Any anywho, so he his part was only cut down to about ten minutes in the end. Yeah. Um. Because he's that awful. Was where uh, uh, uh Robbie, Margot Robbie, yeah, was was like his girlfriend, right? Yeah. yeah. I wish I would have more dreams about Margot so, Robbie. To be honest, yeah, okay, I so, wish you would too. Me too. Not only was Jared Leto the worst Joker. But he may have attempted, according to the Hollywood Reporter, he may have attempted to stop this latest version DC's mm, Joker mm-hmm. from seeing the light of day. Yeah. He was reportedly so furious that DC greenlit Joker, which has become, let's be honest, a bit of a box office smash. It's about to be the highest grossing R-rated uh, movie of yeah. all time. Believing that his it own might take already on the be. character in Suicide Squad was meant to lead to his own solo Joker film. Of course. The story says that um, Leto went to both his movie and music agents. Um, he also fronts um, the sick band 30 Seconds to Mars. Worse than James Blunt. So he went to his agents with the goal of getting Warner Brothers to cancel the movie. He's got juice. Leto's performance in Suicide Squad um, apparently, I mean, I saw it, but I don't remember, but was um, characterized as a bizarre, was bizarre in a number of ways. Aside from the odd character choices, like a damaged tattoo on his forehead, Leto exhibited odd behavior while making the movie, from what? sending Margot Robbie a live rat Gross. to sending the entire cast a dead pig during their rehearsal. Oh, my God. In the end, Leto's performance was cut down to about 10 minutes of screen time, um, which he was none too happy about. Apparently, um, the gossip was that the director, David Ayer, was very disappointed in his performance, uh-huh. hence the cut down. Yeah, he's a lightweight. And uh, this right, if you're uh, 10 minutes of the movie, clearly, yep. clearly somebody was not a fan of your performance. R- right. If you're playing the Joker, you and know, they were the intending to they use you more. The publicity shots as the movie was being yeah. filmed. Yeah. He was the guy everybody saw. It's and it's a it's a bad movie. Ed, have you seen you've seen the Joker? I assume. I I, I told you, I Joker. Was, I, it's just called I found Joker. it's being not so great. Yeah, um, I, found I liked it's it. Beautifully shot and yeah. well acted, but like, yeah. w- what was the angle? It was yeah. like it was like a it was like almost Joker. like a Death Wish sequel. Like, wh- what are we going for here? Yeah, it was definitely it was de- so it was it's right. It's trying to be like a Taxi Driver. And uh, I mean, that's the closest thing that I it's to. I felt like it's all those 
disaffected, like mentally ill high school student boys. Yeah. Well, what I said last are, last week, I said it was uh, that like incel porn. Yeah, a little I bit. I don't even think it's incel so much. It's just people that are a little off in the head. Yeah. That maybe don't it's have cool. a father figure, don't have anyone to talk to. Yep. Bullied, a li- bullied and pushed a little bit too far until that day they bring a gun to school. That's all I could think yeah, of. Yeah, he, uh, the thing is, like, you watch Taxi Driver and it's such a great movie, but the whole time you're like, why is this guy like this? And he's like devolving, you know, he's getting worse and you're, and he's not sleeping and it, and it's, but it's and a slow really burn. Know. And you're like, what, what it makes this guy tick? And you watch Joker and I just never had, I, I never thought, what's going on with this guy? I just didn't care. Right. I just didn't. I just like thought it, the, yeah. the recreation of '80s New York was was the best part of it. Yeah, yeah. And I like the way he dresses. I would like to dress like that. I would like I to get his wardrobe. But story. So that I, when we found out what happened to him when he was a kid, yeah, it was good. And that he had been taking care of this mother yes. who was basically yeah. Let's like, not spoil it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the movie sucked. Throwing him to the wolves. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was okay. I liked it, but I didn't love but, it. But what yes, was Kate? cool about it was not the backstory. Yeah. It was about the, the the way it looked and stuff like that. Yes. But what, what, one thing I, I will uh, – oh, whatever. Fuck it. Yes. Enough about that movie. I like movies about – Broken people. Uh, yeah. So do I. Yeah. Damaged, yeah. broken people. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Uh, what else, Kate? Okay. So – by Jared Leto. Um, the mid- the midget Dogg. was fantastic. Snoop Dogg's always taking pot shots on Twitter and Instagram at Kanye. Yes, yeah. he thinks he's a fool. Yeah, um, especially um, likes to talk smack about his friendship with Donald Trump or whatever that is these yeah. days. Snoop um, gets it. Recently, Kim Kardashian was um, raving about her, uh, the new Yeezy slides on Instagram. Yeah, I saw him. There, there's a like a video where she's trying to put them on one of her kids' feet, and, and he, he won't put um, it on. Snoop wrote back. She getting dudes out of jail. Now he gone all sell. Now he gone sell jail slippers. So he's saying they look like jail. They slippers. do kind of. Yeah, they do when they put they the do, side yeah. by side pictures. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. Um, Snoop's yeah. a funny motherfucker. Yeah, he's he's funny. connected. Oh, one one point back to the Joker. I encourage oh, yeah. people to Google uh, Jesus Romero because the stairwell where like the the famous scene the where he's like running down the stairs dancing. Yeah. Um. That's in the Bronx, and it's become like this tourist destination. I've heard that, yeah. And they they are encouraging Bronx residents to take a tax on these annoying white people showing up. Oh yeah, they should it's like, it, like take a little like, tax. On people. It's like in Bali. Like sometimes you'll be just riding down the road on your scooter, and there'll just be a guy standing there in his like temple garb, and you have mm-hmm. to stop. And he just puts out his hand, and you have to give him a little bit of money to keep going down the road. And yeah. it's like he just because his tribe runs that road, and if you're going to drive on that road, you got to give him a little bit of money because he's collecting for the village. Mm-hmm. And they should do the same with that stairwell. Yeah, yeah, and right. also that that's a good scene in that movie. I like that. I got in the elevator at the parking garage today. Yeah, where I, um, near yeah. where I work. Yeah, where all the homeless guys like sleep in the stairwell yeah, and stuff. And there was like a pizza box empty, but there was pizza like. What is like wrong with people? Destroyed, kind of like yeah. all in the in, in the, the stair- elevator. in the elevator. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What else, Kate? Well, I just the story earlier. The video has been removed oh. from the link already. Oh no! It was what was there it? Like ten minutes ago. Oh. 
So um, the story is, there, is about Brooke Hogan defending her dad, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. um, who um, has been, I guess, canceled from the WWE for being a racist. Is that oh, is that true? I don't know. I don't follow wrestling because um, I turned 11. I don't know <clears throat> what happened, but it says Brooke, daughter of the newly infamous Hulk Hogan. So I'm based on this, the content of the story, he's newly infamous because he's made some racist I feel remarks. like he's, there was, I didn't get time to there do was my research. tape of him saying the N-word, but it was quite a while ago, Let's so she's probably that. referencing that. that. I picture Brooke Hogan having a real thick, meaty piece in his pants. I'm, this Brooke, this Brooke fella is okay. got a nice cock. So in the interview, the 27-year-old singer claimed that her father was not a racist for a number of reasons, of which she included her relationships with mixed race men and oh. Hulk's ongoing friendships with Mr. T and oh, T. noted North Korea sympathizer Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yeah. Hogan, who drops her five-song EP, I Want to Be Your Girlfriend. Oh, thank God. Can't wait for that on September 4th and recently wrote a poem for her dad went on to say racism is something that we have to put a stop to every day before regaling us with our own personal experiences. What kind of racist experiences, you asked? Being called a hokey, sorry, a honky by a black person, apparently also being told that white people smell like bologna. Stop it, stop it. (laughs) Is her... Is is the the subtitle of uh, of her EP, is it, I want to be your girlfriend, and then in parenthesis, does it say... As long as your definition of girlfriend is somebody with a nine-inch purple shiny meat whistle, because I feel like that's what she has. They're not purple. They can't be. They're Brooke full of blood. Went on Hers to say is. That her father is a lot bummed out after being erased from WWE history. Oh, is that true? Adding that what? wrestling is his life, so being scrubbed from the WWE, it was really like turning the life. Be- the yeah. Before yeah. his uh, very unfortunate passing. A great Rose comic, Greg Giraldo. Yes. He roasted Hogan in some, I don't know what which one it was, but he said instead of the show Hogan Knows Best, they should rename it Hogan Grows Breasts. I love that one. <laughs> That's okay, so I did a little yeah. research. Oh, yep. The WWE has reportedly decided to cut all ties with legendary wrestler Hulk Hogan. Oh, recently. The National Enquirer. Yeah. Great rag. Just published an explosive report in conjunction with Radar Online claiming Hogan was caught using the M word on numerous occasions during a conversation with Heather Clem. Wasn't this a while back though? This is, that's an old, look at the date. Yeah. So, um, Clem and the woman that Hogan was caught having sex with in a video that was posted on Gawker back in 2012, apparently in that sex tape, he says the M word a bunch of times. Oh, right. Well, maybe, did he say it with the A at the end? Uh, yes. Instead of er, because then maybe he was just rapping along to a song. I know that's I don't not. Know. It doesn't. doesn't it's not PC. You're not supposed to do that, that. But maybe there's a difference. I don't okay, know. So that's what happened. Yeah. And I'm just going to wrap this up. That's with it. Some relationship oh, news. Yeah. Dennis Quaid, actor Dennis Quaid, 65, gorgeous, engaged to. Really, PhD he really got all the good parts of the Quaid. Laura Savoy, 26, 65, and 26. Is, who is she? Like, is she somebody known? She's some rando, like, student who's getting a PhD in accounting. Is that 39 years? You can get a PhD in accounting? So she graduated valedictorian from Pepperdine. It's a good school. During which time she reportedly dated dated actor Jeremy Piven. Oh, 
No. Oh no. Yeah. So he's he's taking many after times him. Saw the tags. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. So she's one of those. Well, so I, I don't I understand wanna... how these chicks. So and she then probably it says, met him at Moonshadows. She's working towards earning no, a PhD Gibson's in accounting at the yep. University of Texas at Austin. Yeah. With a 2021 expected graduation date. Oh, okay. She's almost there. Good for her. Um, or just I, marry Dennis Quaid and don't bother with your PhD in and, accounting. And count his money. I want to read a, a great tweet about this from Sean O'Connor. A 39-year-old Dennis Quaid sits outside a hospital's nursery. He's approached by a new father. Which one's yours? Dennis points at an adorable newborn. In 26 years, that one. <laughs> Do you guys remember the movie The Parent Trap that he was in? I mean, uh, yes. with Lindsay Lohan. Right. I've and never seen it. He was engaged yeah. to a 26 year old in that movie. He was. Yeah, but oh, that was like really? that was like at least a decade ago. He was only in his 50s and that, then. And that probably looked weird then. Um, Kate, Dennis Quaid at 65. You're pretty close to 26. You're not quite 26. Still massive. Massive age difference between you and Dennis Quaid. Looking at him now, 65 years old. He's got some hair plugs. He's very tan. He's fit. He's in shape. He's probably on testosterone. Yeah, I, I would. Could he get it? He could not get it. No, he could not. Wow. I mean, I mean interesting. he's looking pretty good. He does right. look good for 65. I don't know. He never did it for me. Yeah. You were never a Quaidian. A Quaidian. I mean, okay. are you more of a Randy Quaid fan? Of course. Yeah. When Randy Quaid fucks and he puts it, he puts it on like live leak or something. So you can yeah, see. Yeah. Didn't him. he do it wearing like a clown mask one time? Yeah, and he was, he was performing kind of, kind of lingus on his betrothed don't on the internet. That. That's what it's Word. called. Kind of yeah, lingus. Don't say it. With his big, his big fluffy that's beard. So gross. His big Randy Quaid beard. Okay. That's it. That's it. Excellent job. Thank you, Kate. Thank You're you, welcome. Ed Daly. Thank you to everybody that called in and wrote in. We love you guys. For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 291 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. The lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud covers conundrums My brothers reviewing some movies and shows And the others, top podcast man No one is above us, five star Even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man you know the shit's on top Top podcast man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller